Uh, well, appreciate everyone joining us today on the PHNX Ride. The sigh is how we all feel when we see Max wearing a Spurs shirt yeah, again. It's, uh, all right, all right. This is, it's the uh, welcome everyone to the PHNX Rising podcast. You know, we uh, appreciate everyone joining us. It's, uh, you know, sodden thumbnail, kind of allude to it. It's, uh, it's the end of an era. It's, uh, you know, it's time we got to pour one out for one of the greatest players that had the pleasure of watching. Harry Kane, baby. <sighs> That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, that yeah. penalty, that penalty. No, blasted don't over ruin the it. Don't ruin it's this. It's still rising. Don't you? It's still on the way up. No, that's not the rising Unlike connection. That's not. No, I don't. This is a beautiful kit for those of you who are watching on video. You know it is. It's, it's nice. a great kit to lose in. Oh, God, oh my gosh. Here we go. Uh, lift, lift the trophy. We have a nice kit sometimes trophy. No. My, it's the only one you guys ever get. My heart has just been stunned. Champions League yeah. finals, first off. That is, that's not a trophy. You put it in the ba- Put it in the rafters. Lift that banner, baby. Um, oh, gosh, yes. No, uh, but we, we do have a lot to talk about today. Appreciate everyone joining us. Um, yeah, man, we're going to talk a little bit about upcoming matchup against El Paso. Uh, you know, a bit The medal of, is not a trophy, to be clear. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a matchup upcoming against El Paso. A uh, little bit of San Antonio updates, and yeah, uh, you know, definitely the uh, you know we'll I'll talk about it a bit further. But uh, the the rumor mill is going around Kev Lambert, uh, possibly end of an era for in a rising kit. But you know, we will get to that. Let's let's start off right. Let's talk about El Paso. Uh, you know, it's going to be a team rising facing on Saturday. Interesting, interesting. Matchup for sure. Uh, you know, right? Things one way of putting it. Yes, I would man. say, and I would say that because El Paso, right? We've seen them at times this season. They were near the top of the table at one point. Um, they were riding a what a couple bat match unbeaten streak, and then they have flopped horribly over the last couple months. Oh yeah. Oh putting yeah. It lightly. It's been look. By the time that this game is played, it will be close to two months at that point since El Paso have won a game. Short of a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Winless in their last eight matches. Zero wins, three draws, five losses. Thank you to Stat Lackey Reese over there. Goal differential of minus 11. Six goals for 17 goals conceded in those eight matches. It's a little over two per match. Not great there. Again, started season. Nine wins, two draws, three losses. Very good. Very good stretch. But just a team where... They have faced a lot of inconsistencies on their end, and they're going to be without their manager. Indeed, Brian Clarehouse sends off in the last game, so he'll be expected to miss this one. Uh, suspended, of course, but they've been so strange. I, I mean, I don't know quite where to how to describe it. it. It's just weird. I mean, there's inconsistencies, and then there's falling off of a cliff, and they've chosen the latter. Um, it's bizarre. Um, yeah. Again, they they felt like they were doing so well for a, a while. I mean, you look at some of the results they had beating in Birmingham Legion. Yeah, there were some weak teams in there as well. Of course, that helps. That always helps. Getting a win though away to San Diego, mm-hmm. uh, beating Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Yeah, some of these games were are all right. They drew against San Antonio away from home. I know Phoenix did that as well, but that's. That's still impressive. That's mm-hmm. still a decent result. And then you look at what they've done since then. And you've got games like losing to uh, losing to RGV 5-2, mm-hmm. losing to Miami 4-0, mm-hmm. losing to Oakland 3-1. In fact, those last three games, they have conceded yep. a combined 
12 goals. Not great. In three games. Not a great 12 average. 12 goals I mean, in three I mean, games. I mean, if you just talk about the last two, nine Diamondbacks goals. backs of USL Championship, Jet oh, says. Oh, gosh. I wish that that's, wasn't the case. Oh, gosh. But he's not wrong. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's, that's He's something. not really that's wrong. Uh, ay, ay, ay. Um, yeah, man. It's, uh, it's going to be a weird one for, for sure. Uh, actually... Reese with some nice digs as well. Conceded one goal in the final 15 minutes of the first half uh, during this recent uh, bad stretch for them. And they conceded four goals in the final 15 minutes of the second half during this run as well. Conceded nine goals in the final 15 minutes throughout the second half of this entire season. You know, it's something where Rise can penetrate late. Uh, they very much can. A lot, a lot of that came in that last game against Miami. Though. No, for sure. But it's it's something where I think, right, it's, it's kind of an interesting one, right? Where, right, you know, it's saying that El Paso has a penchant for giving up late goals. Rising, they've had a couple where they, you know, draw a goal back in the dying moments of matches, apparently in the last month. But Rising seem to do better when they score early. So kind of a, a rock and a hard place there. Indeed, indeed. I mean, you actually look at some of the stats in that last game. I'll pass it generated 0.43 XG. Mm. That's bad. That is not good. That's that a, that's a less, than, less than a goal. Just a little bit less than a goal, math. that. Just a little bit less. Not a math major, okay. but uh, that's what we got there's here. There's a lot of things that you're not, Max. Hey. There's a lot of things that you're that's not. That's okay. I'm a guy who do, I am a guy who does read uh, the chats. He does Pre read. Appreciate everyone he out there. Going, he man, does Pat, read. Don't worry We let Maddox that. outside with that. Uh, great kid over there. Tori, appreciate you joining us. LOL. Well, actually, pour one out for Lambert. Uh, let's see no, it. I pour one out for Max. Oh, dear gosh. And then Pat, Lambert, rising goat. Yes, we were going to get to all of that, but appreciate everyone joining us again in tonight's pod uh yeah man it's i don't know it, it's something where is this matchup more indicative because right we, we think that el paso weakened opponent on a poor run of form rising not on a super hot form as well i i, I always hate asking this question but it's like do you think we're going to take advantage of like rising stringing let's call it two recent performances in a row that are pretty good monterey bay and san antonio despite the result or is this going to be rising to take advantage of just a bad opponent? Like, which one do you think weighs more heavily? It's interesting because we've actually seen rising crumble in some of these moments actually earlier in the season. You've seen them take on teams that are in a bad run of form and you say, okay, mm -hmm. you can add to this. You can beat them up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Other people are doing it. Mm -hmm. And then they don't. They lose. Um, mm -hmm. We saw that perfect example of that with Sacramento. Sacramento were in an awful slump of form. Mm -hmm. um, and then rising go up there and lose 4-0. Um, yeah. It's not been... It's not been great. Um, I think, look, from Rising's perspective, it's about working out how to come back from what was a pretty rough end to that last game. The boys were down, expectedly so, mm -hmm. um, after that game. Uh, of course, all the talk out of training today is that they're actually, their spirits are in a much better place. They understand by now more about what they did that game, the fact that they put up a good fight. And they have to focus, though, looking forward. They have to focus on these games coming up because there are some really important games coming up. You look at Phoenix's fixture list now, and it, there's not that many games left. And you look at everyone around, and it's very, very kind of weak in the areas mm -hmm. around them. I mean, it's, it, it's, everyone is so close that Rising could right now finish fourth or they could finish 10th. Terrifying. And it's hard <laughs> to predict where in that mix they're actually going to end up. But this game is huge for Rising, I think, in terms of just, you've got two games on the road following this one up. Now, you do have more games overall at home than away still left to play, mm -hmm. but you've got to leave this little stretch of home games with 
a good result. You can't leave with, I think, one point out of two games at home. That's not great at all. You've got to be going into this one. Look, Juan hasn't described it as a must-win in the same way that he described Monterey Bay as a must-win. To mm-hmm. me, this game is must-win. I'm saying it now. I think this game is must-win. For Phoenix Rising, you have to get that bit of positive momentum, keep it going. Because if you are not on form going away to RGV, you will struggle. Mm-hmm. If you are still struggling for form, you go to Vegas, there is a risk that they upset you. Low risk, mm-hmm. but risk. We saw it happen at home. Yeah. We saw Rising drop points in that game, yep. losing to Vegas for a while. That was Vegas' only win of the season. We saw that happen earlier this year. For Phoenix Rising, you have to take advantage of these moments. Because if they get now to the point whereby, say, over these next few games, they draw, say, against El Paso. They, I mean, even if they draw all three of the next games, there's three points from three games going to be enough. You've got to really build, and you've got to take advantage of it. Now, you've really got to get those points in the bag. Because, again, everyone else around you is close, yes. But that may or may not stay the same. You can't rely on others' failure for your own success. Ooh, yeah, no, uh, 100%. I mean, I, th- I think this, in a way, right, and this is a matter of one game, but even you kind of take back the, you were kind of like harkening back, in a way, to the attitude of when we had that, that hey, three, um, was we won nine points from three matches, that stretch of, ooh, what was Hartford, Orange County, and Miami, right? Win, win, then you go to Miami, and it was an, a tough loss filled with errors, filled with a seemingly slow start from the offense that I guess picked up towards the towards the end of the first half but then stalled out in the second all this to say I'm not these situations aren't necessarily like for like we're at a different point in the season where it's later on and you know rising is in eighth place they are in a in a playoff position or they're at least near one throughout the season but the thing is here it's tough because you don't want to be in the spot you were last season where you are looking up and you are now hoping people drop games where you're not necessarily controlling your own destiny. And that is kind of the danger of where this team could go. I don't know if I'm quite at the point where you're going to say this is a must win, but I will say if... No, it is. Your opinion. If they... It is. We're gonna, we can do this all day. We can it do this all is, day. Max. We can do this all day. If they drop points, they're not theoretically out or anything like that, but it does make it a lot more tough, and especially when you are then going on the road in a couple of matches coming up and you're playing like like for like opponents in a lot of ways. It's tough, man. It's tough. Well, it's must win because of the momentum. That's it. It's the true. result of this individual game doesn't necessarily matter, but it's the the fact that the momentum you need going forward out of this game. I think you have to win. I think if you are Phoenix Rising, you have to win. Um, you are taking some real stick in the chat for that top match. They just, you know, man, you're really taking. They stick. think this is a bad color. I think jealousy is a bad color on the chat. I'm just being honest there. And yet that top is somehow still worse. I man, this is a this is gorgeous. Reese literally said before, he it said we like went. He threw up on a white. He said t-shirt. what he said before we went on. It's a great kit. Just didn't like the badge, and I respect that. You know, that's that's his opinion. It's not a great kit. It's a great kit. It's not a great nice. It comes from the school of anyone who's like, I don't like templates. So if I make something ugly, maybe that'll be better. What the? That's it's not a good kit. It's not a good kit. Oh, just because purple's not your color? No, but what the hell is all that pattern to it? I don't. I'm I'm not a kit designer. It's nice. It's It's weird. It's It's bad. It's not. I think it goes hard. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Shane. You're welcome. To be fair, though, Shane bets on preseason NFL. Don't, games, so don't, sure you, bring, don't you bring it. Don't you do. Don't stoop hey, low like no, that. He can, he can stoop as low as he wants. Exactly. That's what he does. It's what he see. Reese, good kid without the badge. But like, let's go back to El Paso, actually, and talk a little bit about <laughs> what they are, uh, yeah. what they're doing lately. I mean, yeah. they've, they've been poor, but one thing that's interesting there is the way that they they got to link up a little bit on the right hand side. I think that that's um, something that 
is interesting to watch. I know that obviously you've got Dennis Kostashin, um, if you've got Mark Navarro, they, they kind of link up quite well on that right-hand side. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. Kostashin, of course, is currently leading them in chances created. So having to watch out on that side, see what they're doing over there, make sure that you're tracking them properly, you're covering them properly, and that rising defensively are, are holding their shape in those kind of positions is very important. Luis mm-hmm. Solignac at the moment leading the line for El Paso. He leads them in goals at the moment. And, uh, yeah, they've had a couple of moves, of course. One of their players departing this week, heading back on home to mm-hmm. Hungary. Uh, but overall, yeah, it's a, they're in a bit of a hole. They're in a real bit of a hole right mm-hmm. now. They've got to try and work out a way of getting out of it. I think that, by and large, how people have described it is you sometimes just look at them and feel like they look a bit like a team that's given up. Oh, um, not great. Which then raises questions, right? Because they, they're still in a playoff spot. It's not like they were... Look, if Vegas looked like a team that had given up, I'd understand it. Yeah. They're, they're dead men at the moment at the bottom of this conference. Sure. But you look at the the other teams in here, and I, I just I don't see why um, El Paso would look that way. I'm intrigued what is causing it. I'm intrigued mm-hmm. what is ultimately behind some of the issues that they're having at the moment. Um, I think we'll have to wait and see for a little bit more of that, and we'll have to see where what kind of a team they look like when they come to Phoenix. But they're struggling right now, and it's it's not... It's it's not good for them at all. Yeah. I think that, again, it's stuff that normally little things, there are things that you can fix. You look at those elements, you can't you can't really fix yeah. a team that looks always like they're, they're falling off a cliff because of some of the things that El Paso seem to have going on. But again, I don't know. We'll see. This league is unpredictable. I am borderline. I've said this several times. The league is unpredictable to the extent that sometimes it's just not worth making predictions about it anymore it's really because every time you expect something to happen a certain way opposite opposite will happen often yeah i mean i agree with tyler just getting to the playoffs right that that's the name of the game like listen with this team rising has had aspirations they set it on record publicly at events that their aim is not just to get into the playoffs not just to make some noise but they want to be top of the west they really want it that top four spot and it's something where listen aim your ambitions high it's certainly not out of the realm of possibility within this season but you know it, it is a you know it's again it's a cliche but like once you're in you're in and seeing especially how this league has gone this year especially if you catch a team who maybe has a bad run of form or maybe there are a couple upsets at the top and maybe the order shifts a bit just get in the playoffs and i'm not saying you want to ride the eighth seed or anything like that but you want to be able to at least punch your ticket and go in there and rising in a good position to do so again that's kind of why i don't lean towards the must win but i do get this a very important performance that the team has had two good performances result hasn't shown in one of them want to show it tonight or excuse me uh on saturday and we go from there but you say el paso right definitely a bit of a topsy-turvy club we've seen we've read the stats right where kind of over place they're conceding goals they're kind of leaking goals for fun in a lot of ways where do you think Rising can take advantage and what players do you like? Oh, from Phoenix Rising's perspective, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be an interesting one for Danny Trejo to step up. We've seen the way that he's been scoring in recent weeks. Mm-hmm. The fact that he is very, very quietly in some ways catching up on Manuel Arteaga. In fact, the goal, he's, he's caught up with him. Yeah. Another goal. Yeah. Um, so I'm intrigued to see what he can do here. I'm especially intrigued because, again, it's going to be in a slightly different kind of forward line than we're used to seeing now of course you've not got Manuel Arteaga available he has been suspended for one match by the league as a result of his violent conduct red card last week and uh 
that's going to probably mean that Darius Schwamala comes in, but mm. I wouldn't guarantee it. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to see on that one. But I think that he's someone who, again, if you utilize him correctly, you let him get into positions where he can find his way in behind lines, he can find that kind of space, he's going to make him pay. We've seen it happen time and time again. You find a way of getting that ball through for him, and he's got the space, the time, the ability to get up with a goalkeeper, go one-on-one, and when he gets one-on-one, he's tucking that ball away. Bang. He's, he's not missing. No. He's not missing that. No. And especially, right, you, you add a formula to that piece. You see Panos continuing to play make. Even Carlos Harvey with the deep assist for the uh, goal to Danny Trejo in the last match against San Antonio. Listen, this team has pieces. Like, it's it's never a question of that. You just want to see things click. And hopefully, El Paso, they can... Uh, Get off the rails a bit, you know, uh, locomotives, you know what God, I mean? That's awful, right? Oh, on, that, on. on that note, just to shut him up for a little while, no, let's no, have a no, listen no. to what Juan Guerra had to say about El Paso as he was speaking <laughs> a little bit about perhaps their strength on the right-hand side and just what he's expecting to see out of them. Yeah, well, absolutely. Absolutely. At the end of the day, you have to make sure that you can uh, counter and you can uh, protect yourself from their strengths. And, and their right side of the field is definitely one of those. But also it's how can then we counter them. And also hurt them in, in, in the spots that, that they're weak. I said it. They're a very good team. Uh, we have them at home. We have to be the ones that are the aggressors. We have to be the ones that control the game. We have to be the ones that go forward. And I also want to see what's going to be their behavior. Is it going to be like Oakland? Is it going to be like Colorado that they sat in a very low block? Is it going to be like San Antonio that they started men marking very high up the field? I want to see what the, what's the behavior that they're going to adopt when they come over here. And then it's up to us to to be able to do what we need to do to to get a result. I mean, yeah, man, it's a, like like you keep on saying, you just call it a must win. It, it's about getting that result. It's about exploiting the weaknesses where we need to. See going man's pack comment as well. Be nice to see Formella Ball out. Rising needs to find someone other than Trejo or Arteaga that could be a consistent threat. And I think kind of alluding to Juan's comments, that seems to be where I think this team just needs to look for more consistency. I love that there's multiple playmakers and you don't want to just be kind of saddled with one guy. Even if Arteaga was in the golden boot race, even if Dan Trejo is catching him, you want to be able to be multidimensional in your attack. Indeed you do. And look, it's important because as, as Juan even says there, you don't know quite what El Paso was going to come out and try and do. Um, they've had some different approaches in recent weeks. You're not quite sure which of those they're going to choose to go with. Um, personally, I'd anticipate that we're more likely to see maybe um, sit back a little bit because mm-hmm. of how rising play, because of the willingness to be slower on the ball and take more time in the build-up. You don't need to necessarily get into those kind of... Uh, you don't have to press and perhaps open up space for rising to try and play through mm-hmm. you. Um, because what we've seen is that rising often, their better chances come from those moments in it's quicker transition or on time, yeah. even though often they play slower football. Um, it'll be interesting to see. There's, there's a lot of ways that this game could go. And part of it, I think, is going to come down to how well rising adjust once they see what El Paso are putting out there. Again, you've got those question marks over it at the moment. We're just going to have to see. 100%. Uh, I do want to make sure... Got to get a score prediction out of you. And chat, please chime in as well. Score predictions. 
Uh, well, it's a horrible medium for those of you who are I know listening it is. on you audio. You can read it for them. You've got to be kidding me. All right. What so, did I predict, Max? Yeah, it looks like a 3-1 El Paso. No, Phoenix, I'm a, oh, you you did, oh, I'm sorry. You didn't say any words. You already what am know I supposed it, though, to do? Max. I told you this earlier. Uh, don't recall. Sorry. There Just we so are. 3-1 to Phoenix Rising is what I'm going with. I think that ultimately a struggle will continue for El Paso. They are really, really not doing great at the moment. It's a great opportunity for Rising to continue to pile on the misery. I've already gone with this for you. I've told you who I think is going to score. Uh, who did I go with again? I don't know, it man. It's Formella uh-huh. gets his first goal in Rising Colors. I think Danny Trejo will uh-huh. find the back mm-hmm. of the net. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And give another one. I'm going to go John Stenberg. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. It's an interesting one. I think okay. Maybe. Okay. Go. Three. Okay. I got We know see. he can take a set piece as well. Actually. Yes, he can. Let's see. Three nil. Or Fariz got an own goal. I love the chaos. Trail penalty and Formella. Okay. Both Banditos, Bluebird and Devin two nil. Seems like they're going El Paso because they're not specifying. Guys, that's kind of tough, man. That's a uh, tough news there. I'm going two nil. I'm going rising. The good guys, obviously. Thanks for showing up, guys. Um, yeah. Two nil for rising. Uh, give me Danny Trejo adding to his goal scoring tally and panels Arminakas, uh yeah finding the back of the net uh, I feel he's due for one he's due mm-hmm. uh yeah seeing also Charles in the chat Max does know a thing or two about getting off the rails you're done right I do listen I've got a lot this has been a lot right this is an antagonistic kid y'all don't like it throwing a lot of shade Reese if you may over here sir yeah buddy because when uh, a lot of shade gets thrown at me I gotta use my Shady Rays, baby. Shady Rays, that's right. They are amazing. They are premium polarized sunglasses and shades that are built to last. You can look dar- this darn good. They flow very nicely with this Spurs Max, kit. you're not a good model for them. They're actually decent <laughs> sunglasses, and you're currently modeling them with the Spurs kit. Listen, I, maybe it dresses up the Spurs <laughs> kit. Maybe for those who don't like Spurs, you can still get the shades. They're nice. Shady Rays, they are awesome. I've even been, if, uh, if this camera were to zoom in, which uh, do it at your own risk, but uh, you would see these glasses, you know, I bang them up a bit, but that's awesome because Shady Rays has a great policy. You can literally uh, get a new pair, return them for free within 30 days, everything like that. It's fantastic. They have an amazing policy uh, throughout the lifeline of their shades. Really can't get them better anywhere else. It's fantastic, right? They have premium, they have polarized, they have different styles. They even have like uh, prescription ones, ski goggles. They got all kinds of stuff, but exclusively for you guys, because we like you guys, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code PHNX. Again, ShadyRays.com, that code on the screen. Or if you're listening on audio for your ears, PHNX, and you get 50% off two, not one, but two pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can try it for yourself and get the glasses that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yes, Goldman Pat, we are taking the Adman title away after that one. That is a lie. <laughs> You can't do that, but new Devin, oh, we new admin, calling new, you ad, new admin ad. See, listen, this is no, good. we don't call him admin anymore. You're right. That was no, no, that, no, was, that transition was below even your own love style. Oh man, I guess I'm just gonna have to drink my sorrows away with some Four Peaks. That's right, Four Peaks, oh, man. God, oh, it works. oh man, Four Peaks is uh, is here to uh, do, Max, the, do how, the job. How are you turning me off of good beer at this point Stop with your transition? It. Stop like, it. That is a you it's thing. It's good beer. That is a you thing, not a me thing. No, but uh, Four Peaks. Always got the good stuff. We have a kilt lifter going. I'm drinking in sorrows, of course, with the Harry K news. It is tough block out there. I'm not going to even read that comment. Devin, get out of here. Uh, Four Peaks will help with 
everything like that uh, because it's, it's just a good time, right? They got the kilts, the wows. Shane is drinking a nice red ale behind the Mac over there. Get your hands on some... F- what? It's not a red ale. What is it, then? I'm drinking the stout. <laughs> oh, I did give you the stout. Oh, that's my... No, he doesn't even remember what beer it's the, it's people the, are it's, drinking it's that he the, handed It's out. the Holly beer. It's the salted caramel Baltic porter. That's so right. Like it slaps. It does slap. Thank you. I'm sorry. I thought I gave you the red ale. That's my bad. But we do love Four Peaks. That's not there, bad because it's good stuff. Check out Four Peaks on Instagram at Four Peaks Pub and at Four Peaks Brew to catch up with Arizona's local hometown brewery. Again, must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. All right. Um, well, which way are we taking this, Max? I mean, the negative one or negative two? Yeah, which no, way are we going? Yeah, no, we're going. It's we're, gonna be a dark end to this. We're gonna, we're we gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, minutes left. We're gonna, we're, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, gonna we're gonna have to end a bit like reminiscently. So we're gonna go with uh, uh, the uh, door number one. Door number one, San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio. Oh gosh. Um, oh boy. Yeah. Mm, so. Um, mm. Obviously, we spoke on Tuesday about this. Yeah. We spoke about the incident. Everyone kind of knows. Uh, Benito's now have, have publicly named the coach they're accusing is San Antonio coach Victor Lonchuk. Um, I, I will say this. There has been a comment today from San Antonio coach Alan Marcina. Let's have a listen to what he had to say to local media in San Antonio on that issue. Yeah, I believe the... Uh incident in Phoenix was unfortunate to everyone involved um, and the alleged actions don't align with the club's values. Um, as a club we have completed the internal investigations and um, appropriate actions uh, have been put into place um, and uh, you know there there is Racism doesn't belong in our sport. Um, it is it is not tolerated at our club or or organization level. Um, and uh, yeah, at this time, uh, that's all I have to, to comment. Are you at liberty to discuss what the disciplinary moves were? Or? Yeah, I think it's um, falling in line with our our club and company policy. Um, that will remain private. Okay, right. So, let's kind of break down some of that. So the key things that were identified there. San Antonio have completed an internal investigation into it. They have taken what what was described by Coach Alan Marcina as appropriate actions. Mm -hmm. He doesn't specify what those actions are. He doesn't specify what the outcome of the investigation truly Mm -hmm. was. Mm -hmm. Um, He is still referring to it as an alleged Alleged, action, which, to be clear, if the investigation has turned up one thing or another, you'd imagine that they're not fully at that point just alleged, right? Mm -hmm. It's either the investigation believes that they occurred or they didn't occur um, based on the evidence that is available. Um, You then take it a step further and then say, okay, but racism is not tolerated. Um is what he says, which round of applause for the guy. Racism is not tolerated. Good. Well done. What a guy. Well done. There what we go. Guy. We have we have set the bar, guys. <sighs> Racism is not tolerated. Um, but it's it's just a, an incident that I think overall they've got to be more transparent over this. Um, I don't know if part of it is because they're saying, well, they're waiting for the league outcome and all of that. Mm-hmm. But again, if there's a finding of any wrongdoing there... Um, there's a finding of any kind of wrongdoing by by their coach in this case. I think you have to be transparent with that. Look, 
we need to be honest about what we are. You know, when you're a club, you're in that kind of a public eye. You have to be transparent about things like this. You have to be fair about the things. Mm -hmm. And when you're going to talk about things like the club values, you can't invoke that while not talking, saying anything of note in particular. What are your values? That's the key thing. We don't know. We can't judge you by your values. What are your values? We don't know. No. Okay? We don't know. And look, I think there are two ways that you can go down this. If you find that he has indeed done what has been said and what what, what has been alleged has been said is, is reprehensible, if true. Okay? Mm-hmm. You, you either go down the one route, which is that you just part ways with a guy. And fine, you, you do that. I mean, you, you can fire him or you can do the jump before you get pushed. I, I don't care. Sure. It's, it's uh, ultimately, yeah. Or you go the other way around and you, you deal with maybe the, okay, we're going to take the time to go through the educational stuff and all of that kind of, yep. of things. If you're going to do that and you're going to try and frame it in the almost rehabilitative side of things, whereby it's the, okay, we hear it, but we're going to fix him. We're going to work on this. We're going to take appropriate action to make sure that these things don't happen again um, and that he learns from this. You have to do that publicly. There is no space for doing that in private. To do that in private makes a mockery of your supposed values. Okay? When you do that, that's it's it's a necessary step. Whether you think that's the way this should go or not, I'm sure everyone will agree. You can't have redemption without the public necessary step of admitting that you've gone wrong. Actually going to the extent of apologizing to Mm -hmm. the people that you have actively offended potentially with such a comment mm-hmm. um and and then taking probably quite public steps on how you're going to fix things thereafter you can't just brush this under the carpet i'm sorry what are your values what are your values that's the question for alan marcina that's the question for san antonio and right now the uh, values only appear to be to obfuscate to try and let this blow over to hide the results of their own internal investigation in something that is a very public and very honestly quite offensive to some people issue that has arisen not just to people in phoenix but also to people in san antonio who can be just as deeply affected deeply impacted by these kind of comments as we saw in phoenix mic drop i mean uh, no it's uh i think it's 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 one of those it seems like the response is very much it's straight out of like a a journalism 101 class or something like that and and that doesn't work anymore and that's my that's my point exactly is it's very cookie cutter it it beats around the bush it says the lines of we are taking the necessary step you adhere back to your core values it's everything that in an in something like this when if you are not going to publicly state the actions that you have taken as a club and you are going to like, okay, we're not going to take that grand step, whether, you know, it was pressured by the public or whether you felt that it happened or didn't have whatever. If that, if a major step isn't taken, whether it's a suspension, whether it's a firing, whatever that is, to then essentially then still double down and say it is alleged, it is, hey, we, well, we're, we're resting on our club values, which to your point... We don't know what those are. That's not stated. You keep on, they keep on kind of piggybacking off of 
the oh it's an unfortunate instant da, 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 but then denying possibly that doesn't happen you can't have it both ways you have to if, if you are not going to share your actions which that's a problem in itself you either have to categorically say like we condemn racism and we stand by like these actions not happening or if you're not going to deny it and fight it then you need to take responsibility and own it and they did neither that's the issue here is they were very much neutral in the middle which in a situation like this you can't have and especially given what was happening given that multiple people multiple sources can corroborate this that's the tough part of all of this look i am getting sick and tired of how many times we have these kind of discussions in usl championship i am getting sick and tired of the number of times that usl teams are not willing to hold themselves to account the league is not willing to hold the teams to account and these things just kind of happen we move on and a few months later there's another scandal of some variety mm. we saw it happen in Loudoun. we saw it happen in new mexico new mexico where i was saying they couldn't find any evidence for any of this meanwhile a local news station in albuquerque has found the guy who complained to security at the time and said they told security these people were being racist in the stands and they did nothing about it why is it that every time these kind of incidents come up there's never any real resolution we saw them somehow manage to bungle the whole thing last year with tampa bay rowdies hmm. one of their players that was initially suspended and then it got overturned i agree with pat that ultimately this is not marcina necessarily to go out there and, and face the music over this the, the team brass upstairs have to make the decisions that ultimately on things like this and the team brass upstairs should be the ones who are coming out and defending hmm. those decisions I, and I mean, they've given him a statement, presumably to read in sure. this case. That's what he's read. And that's kind of all he's allowed to say. But I, I just, trust me, I am sick and tired of words, right? All it is is words at this point. All it is is nonsense again of these are our values. These, This is what we say. Okay, now back it up. Now go out and do something about it. Don't just tell us, do something. Be transparent. If you don't find enough evidence that this guy has done it, well, there's maybe a point. We aren't privy to all of the evidence. I wasn't personally there when this was said. Right. I can't say for a fact that it was said. But right now... What are they presenting? They're presenting a load of nothing. They've completed an investigation. What does it say? We don't know. They've taken actions. What have they done? We don't know. But you've got to trust them. You've got to trust them. And that's, that's something that gets me. That's something that gets me in this league, right? When you look at the USL against MLS kind of comparison, you have to bring those two in. You have to think about, okay, how are you going to compete with MLS teams? Especially because you're in San Antonio. You're just down the road from Austin. You've got an MLS team not that far away from you. And... You've got to say, okay, you go through things like, uh, you know, you've got, what, to, to stick with USL team, community. Mm -hmm. What are you doing for your community right now? You, you're just a brand? You're just hiding behind words? Focus on actually building bridges with people. Focus on actually connecting with people. Stop focusing on just, you know, I, 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 just, I just despair. I despair. Ultimately, just completely despair with this. It feels like something that's come out of the playbook of probably a brand like, actually, the Spurs who ultimately own... San Antonio FC, mm -hmm. um, whereby they're, they're looking at this from the perspective of a major, major brand. And San Antonio FC are not that. They have to connect with their community in ways that a major league team in this country, per se, may not have to do so. And if you're going to do that, you have to, have to be transparent over issues like this that affect people not just in your community, but in other communities around the league. 
And again, I'm just I'm just sick and tired of USL never seeming to pass the test on any of these. And I've said it all along. As much as I may trust some of the people that are involved in the USL Super League setup, I am worried. I am incredibly worried when I see USL teams, USL League office that do what they currently do on all of these kind of incidents when they come up, that now they're going to be trusted with well-being in an area whereby there have been multiple, multiple failures in this country, in the professional game, not just in this country, really, around the world, but in the professional game for years and years and years. How is USL going to step up to the task of that if they can't even handle things like this? We wait and see, of course, what USL's investigation has to say. Um, we are yet to know what that will be. But again, it just feels like every time these things come up, I, I, I never feel satisfied. And it's why I don't personally trust that something satisfactory is going to come of this one. I don't think that San Antonio have said enough for someone that has said and claiming now they've already completed their investigation. We'll have to see. Well said. Oh, well. <laughs> well said, man. Um, yeah, you know, I, I saw uh, Benito's Bluebird's comment up there earlier, and essentially it boils down to you're waiting all this time for such a weak response. And that's that, that harms it even more, right? A exactly weak response in the initial days, just we'll investigate and take it seriously, and then you dump all the, the word spiel yep. afterwards. Yeah, I get that, because these things do take time to investigate. Yep. But uh, how is it that they've waited till Thursday? Thursday. I think I think I think it's right. It's one of those things that's convenient. You wait for it to quote unquote blow over when it the not as much attention is on you. You are then already into the next match week. And here we are. And you know, people think that these things just die out and that it's not worth our attention. And you know, that's why that's why it kind of rings hollow the words that was said there. Um, yes, USL invest investigation, curious what turns up from it. We don't seem too optimistic because kind of just given the track record to your point of really everything that's happened uh, in recent memory, why would we be optimistic? So, um, yeah, definitely troubling times. Um, yeah, man, I, I know we kind of talked at length. Is anything else you got on this one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no real, no real way to uh, transition out of this. And I'm, I'm not going to um, appreciate our friends at OG's Brands. Um, for well they're 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 definitely not going to help in a situation like this but they do make you feel fantastic just in general right um they got the creams the fruits indica sativas everything like that og's brands uh really just help to make you know life a little bit lighter flavoring life that's their whole spiel everything like that they got the strawberries and cream they have the minis uh for those of you like me who maybe want something a little bit lower dose Check out our friends at OG's Brands on Instagram, Twitter, really all socials at OG's Brands. And you can check them out online to find my local dispensary near you at ogsbrands.com. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. And something that you do have to be enjoyed, uh, wow words, you have to be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. When you go there, it's friends of Valley Taproom. Valley Taproom, right, if you're getting a beer, you must be 20 years or older, and they have a lot of beers, right? They have delicious Four Peaks there. They have wine. They have a nice, like, uh, like wine liqueur slushy machine they have all kinds of stuff especially if you guys are out on the east side they always have trivia they have cornhole they have like karaoke nights we did watch parties out there we're looking to do more watch parties out there like it's always a good time donald out there he's the freaking man check him out uh go there uh saying what's up he might buy he might buy you a beer might buy a beer can't confirm max will buy you a beer okay anyway no um max is buying beer <clears throat> check out uh valley tap room on instagram at valley tap room and uh, of course check them out in person off the 202 and gilbert uh harry appreciate you in the chat good luck rising and beat el paso 
Well, if uh, if Rising is going to beat El Paso, give us a shot as well, actually. Wayne. Rooney. Oh yeah, Wayne with uh, W A I N E, uh, DC, yeah, DC United that. legend and uh, current He's, manager. Uh, in yeah, the chat for some reason. Yeah, that's uh, a. Yeah. He also said that I was correct, so I'll take that. Bloke on the right, bloke on the right is correct. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, sounds yeah, about yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking because we're flipping it. We're flipping it. Obviously, I'm on the left sitting here. It, it, took, it took me a second. You're watching too. it on the right. Well, also, yeah. I mean, you know, the chat. Chat's been kind of hostile to me, so they're probably not giving me too much love. But uh, someone we are going to give <laughs> a lot of love to. Um, you know, we've seen the rumors. It's not really a surprise at at this point. And uh, while things are still to be finalized, it very much seems that uh, longtime club stalwart Kevin Lambert is going to be on his way out and moving up, which is something. You know, it sucks to see a player of that caliber leaving from a on-field perspective, but from a guy who has been admired by the club, who has spent a good chunk of his career here. Um, something really special, honestly. Yeah. Look, I, I think that... I mean, like, okay, just to give the context, of course, to this, yeah, sources are saying that Kevin Lambert is on the brink of departing this team, uh, heading up to a higher level. This seems to be in the works for a little bit now. Um, he has, of course, missed the last few games. Not, you know, the official reason for mm -hmm. that is injury. I'll leave that at the official reason. Sure. Um, today, when asked about the situation, uh, Juan Guerra's comments were that the club is going to be putting a statement out at some point. Um, he is not able to comment at this time. Mm -hmm. I think you can read into that what you will. Um, but it sounds as though could be making the move up to MLS. Um, will be... One of the options there, one of the potential suitors that I've heard bandied around is RSL. Um, and worth noting as well, some people have been asking this one. I've heard this. There's things about such as the transfer windows. Obviously, this falling outside of the usual MLS transfer window. In this case, MLS's transfer windows, the way they're written, if you're making a transfer in the window, it's got to be because... Uh, so transfer windows are there for ITCs, international transfer certificates. Mm -hmm. So that's if you are traveling overseas... He doesn't need one. He's already registered in the US. Mm -hmm. All the intra-MLS trades, mm. uh, of which this is not one. Right. right. So he could sign um, outside the transfer window. Look, at the end of the day, Kev Lambert, and, and this is the other one, I think, and shout out to Jake Anderson, actually. Discount Jake, who gave me this stat. But Kev Lambert signed for this team six years ago to the day today mm. on August the 10th. To the day. Yeah. And ever since arriving as a young man, he has grown up here. This club has shaped who he is. He too has shaped this club. He has shaped the future of this team, the way that they have progressed into a serious contender at times in this team, uh, in this league. He is a perfect example of what you want out there. Someone who will give it his all. Um, someone who has been fantastic on the field. You look at the skill set that he's brought. I think we've been speaking for years about the fact that Kev deserved the chance at the higher levels anyway. Mm -hmm. So um, not really a, a shock, I think, to any of us that eventually that call does come, even though we've seen in the past there have been players who are good enough who never made that yeah. jump. Um, look, I, I think when he does ultimately, when it's confirmed, and I think at this point it's a when, not an if, um, all the best to him, obviously, as he leaves. He is a I mean, there's just been so many moments. It's just weird, though, to think that we may not see another, like, flip after another a goal. Flip, yeah. Uh, in a rising kit. But yeah. um, he's been he's been fantastic for this team for years, and I think you can't understate just how much he brought and uh, 
so many different systems here with uh, different managers yeah. um, and just how pivotal he's been starting as a defensive midfielder, moving back to a centre-back. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, uh, very much equally talented at both. Uh, incredibly versatile player, right? Good, Always good for a goal or, a goal or two. Yes, Can I ask a chat a question, by yes, the way? Yes, of course. As, as Max gives his thoughts, but just to cue us up looking further yeah. down. Chat, tell us your favorite Kev Lambert moment. Just give it to us in the chat. We want to see what you've got to say. Um, and yeah, Max, continue. That, that was literally what I was going to ask the chat. <laughs> that, that was literally verbatim. I was going to ask you. His I was going to ask you and I was going to ask the chat. No, but I mean, I'm seeing, seeing Reese comment, build the statue. Um, no, I mean, I think, you know, even you look at the profile of the player, just a guy who was rarely out of position. A guy when even if, let's say, he had, like his quote unquote bad game was, you know, at worst case, sometimes it was a, a slightly below average compared to the average player. He had an incredibly high ceiling and a very high floor as a player, a guy who was very a consistent heartbeat throughout the team. You always knew seemingly what you would expect from him. Um, and I think really the transition too in this past season going to center back, uh, again, equally adept at both of them. He has been a major stalwart for uh, Jamaica as well, even after some uh, earlier years of just not getting that same consistency. But he's always been consistent for the club. Um, I think it's just something very special, especially the opportunity right for when this season he was given the captain ar armband when he was on when uh, Darnell King was not on the pitch. It's something where he started, you know, started the season that uh, that way after especially Darnell went down in the season opener and everything like that. And it's it's something where you like to you like to see a player like that rewarded for really just being that consistent you know presence against the community see jets comment goal number four against san diego so i've got, I've got two. horse pass home I've got opener two of my yes, own. that please. is one of them okay um do you want to hear my other one please. you don't like it so kev lambert at the point where you thought phoenix rising were gonna get knocked out of the playoffs in 2020 two yep. nil down on the road yeah i mean max will remember this one oh, quite well but who is it who i think just before the break Gives you that little bit of hope if you're Phoenix Rising that you're going to find a way to come back. Mm -hmm. Kevin Lambert. Yep. Right when you need them. Yeah. I mean, I got him on Pat there. So when he took, a, took over against Reno in the playoffs, willed the team back. He played a huge role. Oh, yeah. And gets the goal himself in there as well. I think he he if he wasn't playing, I don't know if that team makes it out of that game. Yeah. I don't know if they, they come back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I remember even uh, hearing the scouting report going up to that, uh, going up to that game. It's crazy how you think, you know, you often are game playing against attacking players, and you know, of course, very much worse so. But you, you just heard head coach, you know, Ian Russell. He's very much keying on, okay, yeah, but you know, where, where's Kev? Where's Kev throughout the throughout the pitch, everything like that. And it's just, it's, it's fascinating how we're talking about a guy who's in the center of the park and he can very much take over a game by not even doing anything crazy that's the thing it's it's it, he he was just that can he was consistent i think he was never a guy who he pops off the page like wow look look at this but i think that's really what you want in a guy i would say who you know what you're getting from him and he always seemed to know what you're getting from him you do you do that was him that was him all along and just again i mean you actually look at that he had the most touches of any player on phoenix rising's team in that game yeah most touches of any player in that game it was tough it was tough at the time but you know you gotta res you respect the player you're absolutely you you're absolutely you, you know you, you, actually, do. you do it's um right i mean I i'm curious and i know the chat's coming in with some comments i'm curious where do you believe his standing is in phoenix rising history 
It's a tough one, man. To me, mm-hmm. I think there's a a list of players who are legends at this club. I think. And I'm ignoring some of the Arizona United only people For probably sure. there. Um, sure. But so no, I'm not going to mention Long Tan. Long Tan is a funny <laughs> meme, but I'm Stop. not sure I'd include him in the conversation. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Solomon Asante yep. is right up there. Mm-hmm. Kev is in that discussion with him. I mean, he's on the Mount Rushmore without doubt. There, there's zero. Doubt and I'd say that. probably elsewise. <sighs> Didier didn't play enough. Didier is one of the best players, uh, by far the best player to ever play for this team. I think, I, I see the Kevin solo. I'd also be tempted to include, in some ways, Woz and Lubin. That's the other two. That's fair, fair. Um, it's all longevity in a lot of ways is what yeah. I pick this on. Um, and the fact that they're able for, for years to... I think you're, you're right. I think Kevin solo are at the top. And then just below them probably is Wavs and Lubin. Yeah, that sounds- I think it's the top four if you're looking at it. Sounds um, I mean, people are saying here they think Kev over Solo. I- I'm intrigued that one. But you're right. It's those two. It's those two by far at the top. Who would you go with? I mean, I mean, no, I, I honestly think 100% it's definitely Kevin Solo. And I mean, I would even say give the nod to Lubin even uh, in, in that like third kind of spot, even just based off of... Um, you know, just the impact, especially like in playoffs, right? Guys seem seem to come up big, but right, this isn't this is we're not talking about Zach Lubin. We're talking about Kev Lambert for a reason. I think it's interesting, and it's it's not even a it's not a comparison, right? Because I think you know, see, going and Pat, I'd say it's Kevin Solo, both impact of the games majorly, just in different ways. I think Solo had the more highlight impact the way you scored goals the way you put attacking you know threats on and granted that's his position that's kind of the nature of it right mold you know the mvps everything like that it's interesting though that when you look at where kev stacks up within the usl very highly regarded player consistently uh you know even you know even in this season playing a new position was consistently rated one of the better better defenders was consistently rated one of the better midfielders when he was in that position and I think it's one of those I, I kind of do give I'll, I'll say it this way I feel that it was often solo maybe was the heartbeat of the team Kev was the soul of this team in that he was always the again I go back to consistency I go back to the way he silently sometimes impacted his games but when he needed to come up big he announced his presence in a big way and just a guy who I don't know, just very much universal. Like, you know, you know, I haven't met people who think, you know, poorly of Kev, either for the player or, you know, the impact that he's had as a captain this season. It's just, it's something that transcends football in a way. Something as well. I mean, I kind of hinted on this <clears> earlier, <throat> but it's worth noting again, Kev came to rising very young. Yeah. I think this club has shaped him, but he too has shaped this club in a lot of ways. One thing that's interesting to me with him, his presumptive departure um, coming up on the first time since the rebrand that Rising hasn't had a Jamaican player on the team. Mm. And partly that's because he's been here for so long, sure. but so many Jamaicans have come and gone over the years. Sure. But there won't be a Jamaican on the team if Kev Lambert leaves. Mm. There is no other Jamaican on this squad. Mm. That's crazy, man. It, it, it just feels it feels weird. If it, it, it feels weird. It I mean, that's, that's been a weird like side part of the club's identity well, for a while. And it's been, always yeah. had one or two Jamaicans on the team. No, for sure. Well, and even like the context of like, you know, if, if you know, essentially not, you know, if but when Kev leaves, it's right. Oh, dear gosh. Uh, 
uh, gosh, uh, kind of be in the chat with the Bruce Arena avatar. That's that's something. I that's a I gotta. Yeah, that, that that's a weird one. But um, no, it, it's it's kind of looking at Kev, right? Especially this season, how he moves. Someone someone's tried changing their name and probably not quickly. Probably not change the picture. Not not quite great. Yeah, no, not quite. Yeah, no. Uh, not quite. Yeah. Especially Kev um, going back into a new position this year. Definitely a bit of a shift. How he has missed some time with injury, missed some time with the Gold Cup. It's kind of interesting knowing that you know he may not be here and he hasn't always featured consistently this this season grand certainly not due to choice but due to other circumstances it's just an interesting note to leave it on i'll say that it is it is in yeah. fact in some ways it's sad it would mean presuming he doesn't play another game his last game is the sacramento game and that's a sad note to my eye on yeah oh boy um yeah well something we've to... ended that quite no well no no i mean a, a nice thought to think about especially in the context of camp levert is I heard about having a good authority that Kev very much likes Circle K. He likes Circle K. I always enjoyed a nice polar pop. Really helps be refreshing. Does in, he actually uh, endorse this, or uh, are you just making I, it? I'm up not putting words in my mouth. I'm just I'm saying it's a you know it's a, it's something that you might have heard, might have heard. Uh, but no, uh, <laughs> Circle K. <laughs> yeah, of course the the uh, you know official America's Thirst Shop partner phoenix rise of course how can you not love it we appreciate our friends circle k they got the polar pops they got the snacks they got the beers the lovely beers everything like that and if you text phnx to 31310 again phnx to 31310 you don't get one but you get two polar pops price of one absolutely fantastic shout out to our friends at circle k uh for giving us this little promo and again you guys in the chat text phnx to 31310 do it twiddle those thumbs and fingers and digits and all that stuff very easy and uh also something needs to do from your mobile devices or desktop if you're watching come and die hard come and die hard it's fun we have all kinds of great stuff uh, you know going on you get signed for die hard get a free shirt right, uh, right about when you sign up you get a free shirt every year of your membership you get 20 off all events 20 off of all merch um we're always doing fun things rumor has it there's gonna be a couple of promos coming up with our partners that are only exclusive to diehards so another incentive for you guys to sign up but again we appreciate it because the diehards are generally the uh, a big part of what we do here not only in phnx rising but throughout phnx so appreciate everyone in the chat who are diehards again if you want to sign up uh, go to phnxlocker.com to become one today there's also in the show notes you can sign up there who man this was a this is a very loaded episode <laughs> kind of kind of a downer the, the the middle the the second and third segments were were something um all the way down yeah, yeah any right, anything hey. we need to leave the people with uh before we then see them saturday after El or before before i'll pass of course with the pregame show but also El, uh after i'll pass so here Anything, any show. final thought yes hmm. yes of course final thought before we quickly cut this show off let's see what could i possibly say i don't like it no i know there's what going. could i possibly say i will appreciate everyone enjoy is, it, no. is it indeed no. no by the way make sure to follow us on the on twitter at ph that's, that's, underscore underscore that's what i'm getting there yeah you can make sure to follow him max david simpson yeah that's it oj evans 18 and uh, of course we've got our uh, producer shane yeah. And Shane's Twitter handle? Shane Deef. There we go. Baby. There uh you, go. you can follow the show on Twitter at phnex underscore underscore we'll rising. Because double the underscore is double the fun. And remember, as we get ready to sign off now, just remember nope. this. Wait, I don't like Max it. is buying beers. Wait, no, we don't have